All right. So we're back here once again here on Couch Coach Live Under the Lights for the first time in this year, 2024. Got a special guest in the building. What's going on, JB? What's going on? What's going on, Couch Coach Live? Everything's good, man. You know, just, uh, you know, just keep on moving. C keep doing our thing, man. It's like we, what I thought about earlier, 2024. Like, it's <laughs> it's upon us. And what we thought, you know, like we thought about it. 20 years ago, we would do, you know, when you think about stuff 20 years ago, we were adults, which is crazy to think that, you know, like 2004, you think like, oh, like, but, you know, it's another year, but, but blessed to have another year, you know, here. So definitely it's not, you know, not complaining, but hey, just, just more so, hey, just observing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, we, we the uncles, man. We the, old, we the old men of the crew now. We ain't, you know, we ain't the kids no more. They, now we get called OG. Oh, God. When people call me OG, I get offended. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am just a child. I'm a mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. When they call you OG, man, it's like, damn. It's like, do I need to, like, just put, like, air dab in my beard and be like, look, we the same man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, um... We're yeah. like the elder. We're we're like the elders <laughs> of 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 Holland Springs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are the elders. Yeah, I know. I remember it was probably about a couple of years back. Um, I was at a basketball game, and um, one of the girls, because I had a I had a Holland Springs hoodie, and uh, one mm -hmm. of the girls, she was a cheerleader, and she was like, uh, she was cheerleader for VCU. And she was like, oh, you went to Hollow Springs. I said, yeah. She's like, what year did you come out? When I told her what year I came out, she just did a gasp. Like, she's like, I just graduated. I think that was might have been like 2019 or maybe 2020. And she was like, yeah. I just graduated in June. I was like, well, <laughs> like, yeah. Wow. It's been a while. <laughs> it's, it's been a while. Yeah, I I I I I graduated Holland Springs. Um, I've been I've been graduated from Holland Springs longer than you've been alive, sweetheart. <laughs> Pretty much, probably when you yeah. were born. Yeah, that's another one where I don't know if you ever you ever heard of Raekwon Smith. He's the king of nil. Mm -hmm. You've heard of him. So he went yeah. to Holland Springs, and I and I um he was at a um supposing I was in in Atlanta, and it was yeah. funny because he um we were talking, and I told him, hey. I was like, you know, the year that you was born, because he was born July of 2020, 2001. I mm -hmm. said, when you were born, I was a senior in high school at Hollis Springs. And he was just like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's like I that, know. man. It's just. <laughs> yeah. We were, we, July, July 2001, we, we went back and got the iBooks. <laughs> yeah, man. Crazy. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I still think to myself, you let. Teenagers have a laptop. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, man, I just I, re I remember a bunch of wild stuff, man. I remember how people were downloading the games and then they took them away from yeah. us. And I remember I'm not gonna say his name, but um, somebody got caught watching man. porn in the cafeteria right. and they got in trouble. And then like they were on the bus, they were on the bus emotional. And I'm like, yo, what did you expect, man? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, we we yeah we go. I, we even though it's a statute of limitations, but we're gonna stay yeah. our boy because he, he 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 has a has a, a great family. He's living his life. He's a, almost a damn near forty year old man, and he's put that behind yeah. him. 
<laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, great, great, great guy, great guy. But you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout, shout, shout out to that young man. Which we, like we said, we'll leave him nameless. But yeah. with here, so I bring Maui in the, in in here momentarily. Okay. Yeah. Maui. Maui. We Maui. Happy New Year. Same to you, bro. You know, just chilling on the Avenue. <laughs> Facts, yeah, man. Right, right. Hey, man. It's all, it's all good in the avenue at this point. Good, good lord. I mean, they right. shoot Lamar ain't even playing. They got uh, I, um, what shit could be playing? So Please you don't might, play you Lamar. might get yourself. Oh no, he he. Oh no, he out. He out Saturday. So you could y'all might slide up in the playoffs before we get started. How's everybody's we happy? Um, everybody New Year. Peaceful. <gasps> Yeah. Well, mine wasn't that peaceful. So, like, the people here in the Philippines, man, they, they really know how to bring in the new year, man. They started shooting off fireworks December 31st at, like, 9. Mm. The fireworks the fireworks were going until 2, 2.30, man. I thought I was, like, in the middle of a war zone, sound like cannons. The sky was on. The sky was lighting up. So, yeah, man, um, I, 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 I wanted the new year in, um, in another country. So, That's what's up. You're my yeah. hero. I'm so jealous. <laughs> it's coming though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Thanks. <clears throat> yeah, man. I I think the Minnesota Vikings for let me go to bed early. So um, <laughs> it was oh, yeah. at, at the compound here, you know, here. Yeah. But um shout yeah, out man. shout out to Jordan. Shout, shout out to Jordan Love too for doing his thing <laughs> in that game as well. Yeah. <laughs> and allowing us to go to bed at a decent time. I definitely appreciate him. Uh Josh Allen. Do that to us next week as well. Um, <laughs> please, please, so, don't, Josh Allen. <clears throat> I mean, oh man, that oh we oh we got a lot of stuff to talk about, especially with our picks and stuff and all that. But we got a great show lined up for you tonight. So we'll talk about um, the the college football semifinals, uh, New Year's Day affair, doubleheader. We'll talk about that. Um, Monet's Bolanos. Um, she um, had some words about Lamar Jackson that he wasn't quarterbacky. We'll talk about that. Guess is that a new turn for 2024? We shall see. Um, should the Bears keep uh, Justin Fields? And also, we'll talk about our game to watch this week, uh, going to our picks, and then we'll give out this week's game ball. So uh, we got a great show lined up for you. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a brief time out. We're going to kick that intro, and we'll be back here on Couch Coach Live. Like that shout out to Big Kirko. He's 
getting himself uh, together. And, that, and that, I was playing that game, a uh, shirtless, shirtless Kirk Cousins, um, you know, doing his thing on Sunday Night Football. But we're back here uh, on Couch Coach Live, first episode of 2024. Damn. So, yeah, man. Yeah. Time time is waiting for no man. We, Seven yeah. years, bro. Yeah, man. It'll be ten, 10 years in July. Crazy. Wow. But we are here. Uh, so first, we definitely got to talk about the college football semifinals. So um, which were all great games in, in there, right? So we had uh, Michigan versus Alabama. Um our first matchup where Michigan did win by the final score 27 to 20 in overtime um, to, to Alabama. And then we also had uh, Washington versus Texas where we had the uh, Huskies winning 37 to 31. So now we have Michigan versus Washington and the Natty. So I want to go around the horn. JP, what's your thoughts on the uh, national semifinals games on uh, New Year's Day? What you got? Um. So I missed a good portion of the Alabama um, of the Alabama Michigan game, but I, I saw I saw four quarter um, overtime. One thing that stood out to me, um, especially um, I was able to watch the game later on. Um, I, I watched I rewatched the game. Michigan's defensive line dominated Alabama's offensive line, which was a shock to me. I I, I didn't expect for that to happen. Um, um, it looked like Alabama, even though they struggled, they had done enough to win. But uh, uh, shout out to JJ McCarthy. I mean, he came up big on that last drive, and uh, and uh, the running back uh, Coral, he he ran really, really, really well the fourth quarter and in overtime. Um, I just one thing um, I didn't like. I didn't like the last. I didn't like Alabama's last play. I get in theory what you're doing. You want the ball in your best player's hand, but uh, I didn't like that call and. You know, also, that was a horrible snap. I mean, the snap was so bad, it, it, it wasn't going to do anything. He wasn't able to get his footing, but I didn't like the last play um, in the Alabama game. As far as the other game, I thought the Washington-Texas game was was very entertaining. It was like a you know, shootout. And, um, man, Michael Penix, man, I think that he's not getting enough respect. I think he definitely uh, – he he showed out, on, he showed out um, in the game, and – um, I think that he definitely maybe he should maybe be the second quarterback after uh after Caleb. Um, but uh I thought Texas uh I thought Texas just turned the ball over too much. You know, they had a couple of huge turnovers in the second half. I thought, you know, that first turnover that they had in the fourth quarter when the running back put the ball and he fumbled, I thought that was huge. I think maybe if he doesn't fumble there, the game, the game ends up being different, but yeah. Um, they were both very, very good games. Yeah. Both games did live up to the bill. Cause normally in most semifinal games, there's always, it's always been one sided. Um, we've seen that. And I think that's been kind of the issue. I think a lot of people think of when we do an expansion, where if it's, if the semifinal games are bad, the other games going to be bad as well, but this one lived up to the bill. Um, like you said, Michigan and Alabama, like you said, what was interesting because obviously uh, Michigan was able to get um, six sacks on Milrow, which, like you said, it's un- that's un- kind of unheard of from a like you said Alabama offensive line that you know stout they do their thing. So that's one thing too. Um, Michigan, in a weird way, like 
because you know normally when you beat Alabama, you really got to play a clean brand of football. All three phases got to come together, and yeah. for, for for Michigan to have the all those special team blunders. You look at um, they had a, a muff punt, and then they had one that almost was almost could have cost them the game in that fourth quarter. They missed um, an extra point. They missed some field goals. It's kind of one of those where you know if you if you would have sat down, and think oh, one of the phases that had failed, this could have been something that go Alabama's way. But um, like you said, yeah. Blake Corum did a great job, and then the quarterback played by JJ McCarthy. I think like that's another one where. That's the key to be Alabama's. We're having that quarterback play, but um, Michigan. I mean, they did a. Say the fact special teams blunders. They was able to win this football game and and also to come back because obviously they had they were down by seven in the fourth quarter. So, um, yeah, Michigan. Um, yeah, Michigan did their thing, and then um, the Washington Tech, like you said, it was a shootout. It was one of those where you look at. Um, you know, going into halftime, it was 21-21. Then you look at kind of Washington doing that thing as far as Penix is just, you know, he was doing his thing. Um, shout out to that field goal kicker. Um, his name was uh, Grady Gross. He had like three field goals in that second half to kind of help um, somewhat extend their lead. And uh, Quinn Ewers um, had an opportunity at the end, and they fell a little bit short. But um, these both games, like you said, um, lived up to the bill. And like you said, Michael Penix, he continues to show show guys, show you know, show college football what he's all about. I mean, we seen him at Indiana, had the resurgence of Indiana once upon a time, and then you know doing his thing here in Washington. So um, there were these were great games. So yeah, perfect. so and I think Monday is going to be a beauty. Right. How old is he? Um, Phoenix. I'm how old is he? 85. 24. 24. 24. Well, well, really, legally, he's 24, but he's been around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he born in he both born in the 90s. They born in the 90s, yeah. He's born in the 90s. Yeah. Right. I was that's why I said I was like, I didn't know that they had players that long in the in the league, you know. In the- oh, yeah, Bo Nix. Yeah, Bo Nix. Man, we talked yeah, about Nix. like we talked about a few weeks ago. Bo Nix. Cam Rising, like Cam Rising with the school being JB in the nineties. <laughs> like I'm telling you, man, these dudes, these dudes, a bunch of old dudes, like a bunch of old dudes playing. Like I think it's Cam Rising, but in all seriousness, he graduated like in 2018, so he could probably going to be playing football in the year of 2025. Yeah, he's literally going to be like, it, <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's all of his two is. That then plus coupled with like the COVID the, the COVID year a lot of people yeah you know, so they got the that's extra right. year eligibility too so that's right so I'm I'm assuming those I wouldn't say they might be a last of a dying breed but yeah man and you know another person who I realized who it was old old well that we call it football old Shiloh Sanders like Shiloh yeah, yo, Sanders yeah. he's twenty yeah. he'd be, he'd be, I think he's I think he'd be 24 next week, or I know he'd be uh, 24 in February. Yeah. Oh, okay. Man, I like I, I, yeah, me too. Like, yeah, man, hey, we got, true. We got QBs born in the 90s. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I feel they, bad they for people who behind it. Video world. What do you say? Yeah, they used to watch film on VCR. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's crazy, 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 crazy. So, fellas, we got to go into the next topic here. So, you know, it, it's it's something it's something about the QBs, man. 
somebody, some some QBs in this league, they just continuously um some, some stuff stuff happens to them. So um we get ready to roll a clip momentarily. So we kind of set it up. Uh once again, this is fair use. So this is Fox Sports uh radio, um sports radio uh personality Monez Bolanos. So she was on a show, um, I want to say one day last week. I know this is probably right after we did our show last week, but it's something I definitely wanted to kind of discuss. So I'm going to queue up that video. And once again, it is fair use. Get that going. You don't think Lamar Jackson's the most valuable player in the National Football League? No, I don't. This is absurd. What are you talking about? You are absurd. Listen. I, this sounds like I don't like Lamar Jackson, and that's not what it is at all. I think Lamar Jackson has come out and has become a better quarterback this year. He is doing better than I thought, throwing the ball and just, you know, being the quarterback, especially after losing his favorite target to uh, Mark Andrews. And I, I see it. I see it. But to me, the MVP is somebody who has been kicking ass and taking names week after week. On Fox Sports Brady. Monse Bolaños has found herself trending for her take on Lamar Jackson. But he's also had four games this year without a touchdown pass. Four. Then he's had other games where he had one touchdown. Two games. Like, he's he has not been, I in the words of, uh, of Colin Cowherd, stars attract stars. No, I'm just rich, but I want my quarterback to be quarterbacky. And to me, Lamar Jackson is just a great athlete. And there. All right. So, uh, Monez uh, had said what she had to say in this uh, in this clip. And I kind of want to give you the full context. A lot of it, as we've been seeing the last few days or so, it's just been that quarterback. So, she kind of gave somewhat of a context to it. So, JB, I'm going to go to you first. Your thoughts on Monez uh, Bolanos' uh, comment towards Lamar Jackson uh, not being quarterback. Yeah, I mean, so for me, I, I get what she's saying, but like, I think that the quarterback race this year has kind of been strange because you've had so many ebbs and flows. Like, um, for a week or so, it looked like it was going to be Purdy. For a little bit, it looked like it was going to be Dak. And with what's just been going on, you've had people who thought it was maybe Christian McCaffrey or Tariq Kill. So it hasn't been like, a guy where you thought, oh man, this guy's going to be the MVP. Because usually we can kind of sort of tell by the middle of November who the MVP is going to be. Now, last year, had he not gotten hurt, I think Jalen Hurts would have won the MVP. But once he got hurt, he kind of lost it and it became Mahomes. But this year has been kind of strange. I don't see any difference in what she's saying than what Cam Newton said a few weeks ago. I mean, Cam Newton, you know, like, uh, and we didn't talk about this. But, like, Cam Newton made a bunch of just, I think, weird, strange comments when it came to Brock Purdy and Dak Prescott saying that they were game managers. But, I mean, what's funny to me about what Cam Newton said, I know I'm going a little bit off topic. Cam Newton kept on talking about how he was a game changer and this, that, this, that. Well, how come he only threw for 30 touchdown passes once in his career if he was so good? So, I mean, when you look at Cam Newton's stats, Cam Newton, when you break down Cam Newton's career stats, Cam Newton, he has the stats of a game manager. So, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I think Lamar is the MVP. I think that because of the year 
because just the way this year has been, I think that he played a very good game against San Francisco and he balled out against Miami and they ended up with the number one seed. So I think he has to be, he has to be MVP. He's had some stinkers, but every quarterback has had some stinkers. Dak has had a couple of bad games. Um, Purdy's had a couple of bad games. Um, Tyreek Hill has gotten hurt. Um, McCaffrey has had a couple of bad games. So, I mean, like, I get what she's saying, but I don't think what she's saying is actually factual. Because if you look at it, almost every year you have the MVP usually has one or two bad games. Yeah. All right. What you got, Maui? You know, um, I think she needs to retract that and just try to pick pick some better words to define what she's really trying to say. Um, you know, um, I was watching um, another guy speak on it, and he had a great argument without using that word, basically saying that most quarterbacks that win MVP, they are number one or in the top three of all these different stats. That's a great argument yeah. to say. Me personally, um, you know why they said why she said it and why they keep thinking that, because he it's like he always has to prove himself to be – a pocket quarterback, which I don't think is fair because you're not saying that to Josh Allen and you're not saying that to Patrick Mahomes. You know, I've never heard Patrick Mahomes. They were been blowing him up. Oh, man, he's breaking all rules. He shouldn't throw the ball, blah, blah, blah. And he got MVPs and he got Super Bowls. So regardless, let Lamar be who Lamar is. That's And I hope he's not trying to figure out a way to prove those people wrong because most African-American quarterbacks – that's what that's what really sometimes messed their career up, you know. Like, remember how nasty Donovan McNabb was, and then all of a sudden he just he just changed because he wouldn't run, he wouldn't do anything. You know what I mean? So, and that's what I'm talking about. But I'm gonna say this: um, I don't think if he went MVP, that's cool. But I think I think it's time for him to get a Super Bowl. You know, he's already had got his MVP. He's uh, I think it was what, unanimous. Yeah, he was unanimous. He was unanimous. He was unanimous in 2019. He was unanimous in 2019. The only other one was that wasn't it Peyton Manning? Like he tied with Peyton Manning with something based upon the the MVP. But anyway, I think he finally got his defense. He finally got his weapons. He has an offensive coordinator. And if I was Lamar, I wouldn't give a damn about that MVP. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to win a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? So if that's how you feel, you can give it to Christian McCaffrey. I wouldn't even be mad. You can give it to Dak. I wouldn't even be mad. But Lamar already, the way that defense look and the way that team and where they playing right now, I, they, I'm seeing Super Bowl. And they was my Super Bowl pick anyway. <laughs> so that, that's my take. Yeah. Oh, but Maui. Yeah, I got yeah. But Maui, oh. you better hope that Odell Beckham doesn't take him out on a boat ride, man. Hey, don't if do he that. takes actually, him out on a boat ride. Actually, if, if, actually, there's rumors that he <laughs> he, he he's uh, rent, he's going to rent a boat. Hey, yeah, I swear, I swear, hey, I'm, not, I'm not making this up. I'm hey, here. I think the best hey, 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 you know, if Odell breaks his foot or something, that's on him. But don't go on a boat ride, man. I'm telling you this now, man. It's not going to end well. There, so there is a rumor said that he that they he might be written out what they call the spirit of Baltimore. But that's but I do want to get into Monet's uh, statement. 
I I get it. I think a lot of people she been getting a lot of flack for it, but like you said, I get it, especially followed by the context. Because this year, no one has had a dominating performance. Right. This year, in theory, the MVP is really going to mean the most valuable player. Right. When you have a guy like a Lamar Jackson who essentially has led Baltimore to the number one seed in the in the AFC. I get where she's saying that. Uh, the quarterback, I think it's just that's just off the cusp. I don't necessarily think it's. I don't think nothing much of it. But I think, mm-hmm. um, and what he has done is impressive. I mean, you think to yourself, he that granted, and that this is granted before the situation against Miami where he had the five touchdowns. So she, you know, coming into it, he at the San Francisco game, he had like nineteen touchdowns. So that's another thing too, where we I kind of you know I, I kind of see where she come from from that angle. Mm-hmm. At that time, he had nineteen, right. but you know having that, but what he has done, like the five touchdowns against Miami, I think, like we said, has, has essentially sealed the MVP for him, in my personal opinion, because of the performance. Because he's had perform great performance against the top teams in the league. We've seen right. that on Christmas Day against San Francisco. We've seen against Miami. Um, I mean, he's had those performances, like you said. This year is going to be different. We don't have a 50-yard touchdown guy, I think, is what Dak has 32. He leads everybody with 32 touchdowns on the season. So we don't necessarily have that that type of guy that's that's like towering everybody for us that-wise. Like you said, and Christian McCaffrey, I think they're not going to do it because, obviously, you think about it. Mm-hmm. This whole situation with the running back situation. Could you imagine them giving him the running back and how they try and devalue running backs? Like the NFL would create a narrative like right. that. No, no, no. Like, so I mean, I don't like I think a lot of people just kind of blew the comments out of proportion. But I'm you know, that's why I kind of let let that context play right. as well, where you can right. see where the quarterback came from. Cause I think a lot of people when they seen like that little clip, well, he's not quarterbacky. So right. <laughs> you know, but so, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. And, and, and you're right. But at the same time, she is on Fox and she has to have she also, like a lot of us, have a responsibility not to say things like I want him to be more quarterbacky. He's a great athlete. When we all start, they all our eyes are open to understand what people are saying about what you say about African American um quarterbacks. Oh, he's not like just what was it a week before? Um, the quarterback for Alabama said exactly what Brian, what's his name? Brian O'Neill, Brian, Bill Bill O'Brien, what he said about him and say, man, you know, basically told him you don't need to be a quarterback or you suck. So when you use things like, oh, he's a great athlete, when this guy's already an MVP, you know, unanimous MVP in the NFL, when they said, when he was with Louisville, um, they was like, is Louisville that good? Or is it just, just Lamar Jackson? Like, you looking at a generational talent that is somebody extremely special and he deserves that respect. You know what I mean? And that, and that, you know what I'm saying? That's really, and then like, um, you could see, and that's what I'm saying. She was talking. If you pay attention, she also said something about Tyreek Hill. She said, I'm not a big fan of him, but what he does off the field, we're not talking about that. You see what I'm saying? So anybody's perspective, when you say that, you say, okay, oh, you automatically, but she did say that she feel like he should get it, but you didn't have to say that part. You know what I mean? Like, just say what you think about him on the field. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to say it. Talk about the personal stuff. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Like, it's when you really listen to it, you like, okay, you, you're supposed to be professional, and you wasn't. A, you gotta, you gotta take responsibility of the stuff that you say, and you didn't mean it that way. And but you shouldn't use those specific words. But she well, did but, 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 
yeah, but and I also think I, I get what you're saying, Maui. Yeah. But like, I think that it's it, it's the it's the day that we're living in because I think a lot of these people who work in sports journalism, I think that mm-hmm. they say a lot of stuff that's disingenuous. I mean, like, right. I mean, and and they're they're saying stuff that's like not true. Like, I mean, like uh, I, I was telling somebody about this the other day. Like, uh, Tiki Barber, you know, he was on. He he was talking beginning of the year, and he was saying that Daniel Jones is better than Dak Prescott. And I'm like, how can you say that? I mean, how can you say right. that? I mean, like, are you saying that because you're a Giants fan? Right. But I mean, you can't you can't you can't say that. And like uh, a lot of stuff that they're saying, I get it. Like Lamar, when Lamar struggles, he struggles. It looks bad, right. but when he's right. great, it looks amazing. Right. But I, I feel what you're saying, Maui. I think that she could have worded it better like hey right. usually when the quarterback's the mvp he's like top three in touchdowns he's top right. three in yards lamar right. is in this or whatever lamar has played well this year but he's also had some games where he hasn't played well i mean because there have right. been some games where baltimore has scored like 13 points 16 points and stuff like that but mm-hmm. i i feel what you're saying but i just think it's the day and age that we live in i think that a lot of these journalists they're just looking for clickbait they're looking for right. a way to like draw in more of the audience and i think right. some of the stuff that they're saying it's kind of like the WWE sometimes. I feel like that's with some exactly of these sports shows. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what. And that's this is why we're talking about it because right. of said quarterback. It, it goes back to what we talked about with Rodney Harrison calling um, Josh um, Zach Wilson trash. It, it goes back to it, like you said, and that's what it is. It's a shock factor because that's what I said. Where people are trying to get it for clicks because. It's it's not like how it used to be normally when we had guys who had takes and they had and they provided and and you know analysis behind it. Mm-hmm. Like you said, what's gonna be more? What's gonna be more click worthy? You saying that okay, well, Dak Prescott is better than Daniel Jones. Duh! Like nobody's gonna pay <laughs> attention to that, right. right? Yeah. But if you if that's like that's like you saying like you said Daniel Jones is better than. Dak Prescott, then, like you said, then everybody's going to talk. It's going to be a subject, but it's not going to just be yeah. a subject that that you know that's going to create content for other people who are covering the sport. Because it's like, how would you say something as dumb as that? It's like they know what they're doing. Like you said, it's like you said. That's why I don't, don't take it too serious in a sense. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, and like and like the whole thing, like with Lamar thing, it's like to me, okay, is it a fluke? He he won a has a trophy at a basketball school. Like it's almost like, yeah. but but if I, but if I said that, which makes sense, mm-hmm. no one would hear that. But if I said, oh, it's a fluke that he won at Louisville, everybody up in the arms, I'll have a million views to say, oh, this you suck, you trash. But right. if, if you kept it real, what happens? Right. right. Crickets. Right. Yeah, man. But you, you know, um. And one more thing, man, like, I know we got to move on. When I look at Lamar, I think I look at Lamar. Let's compare. I mean, I probably shouldn't, but I am. So John Morant and Lamar Jackson. Lamar's big. They both generational talents. And, and, but Lamar is not doing what, what Ja did. You know what I mean? Like, we're yeah. all looking at Ja like, Ja, you got a chance and blah, 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 and this, this, and that. And Ja messed his money up. You know what I'm saying? Where Lamar did not do that. Lamar was doing what he's supposed to do was saying, you know, he, he broke everything down. He sounded like a young quarterback. And then still, he won the MVP. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's only so many in the last, what, six years. It's only, what, been three? 
what Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, and Lamar. Like you really, yeah. you know, give him the respect that he deserved. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, look at the names that he's with, you know? So I was just looking at that. Like Lamar should have been drafted number one, but they who they they did Baker Mayfield, right? Yeah. Right. Come back playing the yeah. year. Come back playing the year. Yeah, it should, it should have been him. And then and then you look at John, like we look at we look at John now. It was Zion first. It should have been Ja. You know what I'm saying? Ja's the bigger draw. Ja, you know what I'm saying? Like Ja's the the big. You know when you look at Zion, like you look at the Pelicans, you like I know that's your team. Don't take it disrespect, okay, Jay? <laughs> but if you look at Ja, like is he really the biggest weapon on the team? He's not. You know he's not. You like man. We think about if you'd have got Ja Moran on your squad, bro. Think about uh, it. Man, him, dude, dude, him in New Orleans would not have been good, man. Man, you, <laughs> wow, we were just talking. Y'all got everything. Y'all should be a top three team. Y'all got everything on y'all squad, man. Y'all should be for real. We, when we said that, dude, uh, dude, if John Morant was in New Orleans, man, like Zion, don't get me wrong, Zion's got some weight problems. John Morant would probably be like leading a, a, a underworld group. <laughs> Hey, he in New Orleans, it'll be okay. He'd be taken care of better than <laughs> But you understand but, what I'm saying, yeah. though, right? But, yeah, but yeah. yeah, but even in the situation with him being drafted 32, that was the that was the best thing that could ever happen to him in his career. Happens right? on, yeah. I don't think right. I don't think he would have been successful in Cleveland, with especially with everything that was going on on that you know, as far as him being with what's your what's your boy? What was your boy um the OC at Pittsburgh? What's his name? Oh um shit. Um I know I know you're talking about. But yeah, you know, him, but the head, but the head coach and him might have got along. Todd Haley, Todd Haley, Todd Haley, yeah. But 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 what's yeah. the name? Him might have got along though. Yeah, I know Odell, right. but like I said, but he went to a steady organization, and right, that's what he, right. that's what Lamar needed, and right. he has and he has an organization that has helped him, especially you know that time I think that was maybe Ozzy Newsome like last draft. Yeah. So yeah. you know, so you're right. It worked out for him. And that's the thing, yeah, I mean, but that's a draft. That's the thing about the draft. You just right. it's in a in 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 act science. And it's funny, we I guess we can now segue to it. So um yeah so, so we're gonna talk about the uh the Chicago uh, the Chicago Bears and have somewhat of a a, um, a a big decision to make um, in these next uh, few weeks as the uh, season ends for the uh, for the Bears. So, um, should the Bears keep Justin Fields? So obviously we know that the Bears hold the number one overall pick, and that was via the trade for the Carolina Panthers. Obviously, the Panthers had the worst record in the league. Uh, so there's been some rumors that if um, they do trade out of that spot. That they could potentially get two future first round picks, uh, a day two pick, a Friday, aka Friday pick, and a veteran. Um, and then also, if they were to get rid of said Fields just singular by himself, um, that they probably could command a possible second or third round pick. Um, so the question is, um, should they keep, should the Bears keep Fields and draft Caleb Williams? I'm gonna go with you first, JB. What you got? What's your thoughts? Um, I'm kind of torn on this because I mean the Bears, uh, the Bears have played better. Um, I think personally, I think this is what you do. I think that you run it back with Fields again. I think you run it back next year. Um, I don't think that you change quarterbacks. Um, 
I still do have my doubts about Fields. So, and the thing I'm going to say about Fields is this. I think that when the game, when they're down late in the game, he really hasn't proven that he can throw the football. Like, if he has to throw the football to march the ball down the field, he has done it. I think he's a very dynamic athlete. I think he's a very good runner. And I think that he would be better off in a different offense where it's like a, run, a RPO offense. But if it's 27 to 20 and it's two minutes left in the game, I have no faith that Justin Fields is going to march me down the field and score the game time touchdown. I, I just don't. But I think he has improved this year. And I think that you have to run it. I think that you run it back with him again next year. And I think that uh, they're bringing their coach back. So I think that you run it back next year and you hope that he continues to improve a little more. Yeah. What you got, Maui? Um, you only get, like, um, from what I was watching today, I ain't seen much about the Bears, but I'm looking at Fields, big body, athlete, run well. Um, probably been playing quarterback his whole life. He, I'm sure he probably could throw some throws. But I think that. You you have to have some weapons, and the only weapon you know he only really got like from what I've seen today, he has one receiver, which is more DJ Moore, I think. DJ Moore, um, yeah. DJ Moore, and his percentage for him was like I think seventy one. Everybody else is like it's real low. It's in the sixties. So you know you got to continue. Have I mean my question is, do you think they gave give have given him the weapons that he deserved? No. So I think. Well, that's, no. I, go ahead. No, I, I I agree. I don't think they have, but. I, just there are things that I've seen when I watch the Bears play. Right. He misses easy plays that right. you, you have to make as a quarterback. But I, right. I do agree that they haven't done right by him. I, so I would say that. If you was to take Justin Fields and put him on the Cardinals and then take Kyler Murray and put him on the Bears, which one you think would be successful? Which team would be successful? I think the Bears would be. Well, I mean, from the standpoint that I think Kyle, I think Kyler Murray's a better thrower of the football than Justin Phillips is at this moment. Okay. So and he's okay. more developed. And he's he more had, de- right. Right. Go ahead. Go ahead, coach. You yeah. Yeah. He's more developed. And I think he's had has had great coaching. Even I know people don't think right. Cliff Kingsbury is much of nothing, you know, when he was there. But um, yeah. I but, think he's I think yeah. I, they said something today like, you know, maybe they need to they got them, they got picks so maybe try to figure out a way to get you another receiver yeah um yeah I, th- I think you keep justin fields i think some of the moves like you like you mentioned earlier eb me jb um anyway um so i think yeah you do keep fields i think you keep fields because like the rumors of matt eberflux coming back so i think that that shows me that a that you run you want to run this back another thing that was telling me that I didn't realize until I thought about it today. Getting that move to to trade for Montez Sweat showed me, now in theory now I think about it now, you yeah. sign into a long-term deal, you lose a Friday pick, which would have been, in theory, would have been a top 45 pick. I think that showed me right there that they're committed to this team going forward and they're not going for a full rebuild. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think with with the Bears, they need to be smart with this because I think what you know, and it's maybe a detriment to my team as well. You 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 need Washington and New England, one of them to kind of pony up to get to number one. Who want? It's almost like who want Caleb Caleb Williams the most? Right. Because at three, they can drop down and get Marvin Harrison Jr. and be fine. Like mm-hmm. you said, couple him and DJ Moore. 
or you have potentially two number one wide receivers um, in that rotation. So, yeah, I would I would keep Justin Fields, like you said, at least run it back this year. And then, like, you know, then this is a – I think this is a contract gift for him. I think – is it – because this is the year they would have to pick up his option. My memory yeah. is correct. Right? Yeah, so you have that option. Maybe you don't, you know, just don't, you know, see what you'll do with that. But um, I say keep him, and especially if you're going to keep Eberflus. And like you said, and I was talking about earlier, the move to get Montez Sweat, which made a Pro Bowl. So – Emotional damage, but I, I'll digress. And how, how, why would you? I mean, you always got to gamble, but at least with the fields, you know what you got. You don't really know what you're getting with Caleb Williams. I know he, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, yeah. you got a potential infield, you know what I mean? And if you know you haven't really built around him, you understand? Like, I, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how good Caleb Williams is going to be in, um, in the league. Yeah. Yeah, and then and like you said, especially now with how the Bears are looking, because I think they've won like five out their last seven game or something of that nature. Where and and, and I actually got this from a shot talk guy, Rob Johnson. This team, they kind of almost give me a Detroit Lions type of feel circa 2022. Not saying they're gonna be 12 and 4 next year, but they're gonna be a drastically improved team come 2024. Mm-hmm. Um even though they probably, they may finish seven and ten or eight and nine, that's still a great year co- compared to kind of what many people thought this team was going to be. Yeah. So it's I would like I said, I would just run it back and just see what you got. You know, if um then it's their choice. Hey, do you want to pick up his option? And if you pick up his option, you can franchise him and then kind of work your way and work your magic. Cause like you said, you'll have those combinations, like to me. So I keep them. So since they made that trade, they made a trade, right? Well, you're talking about the situation with with Montez Sweat. Yeah, that's what made me think, like, they're trying to, you know, because normally most teams don't do that at that time because it was kind of a head scratcher for a lot of people because at the time the Bears weren't, I mean, you know, their record was just terrible at the time. It was like one of the worst teams in the league at that time. But normally that's a move reserved for a team that, okay, I got one more piece he's going to solidify it. But to me, that just showed me like, okay, they're, they're at least willing to invest in somebody. And this is not a clear, you know, they're, they're not rebuilding in a sense. They're adding on pieces and trying to add on to what they already got. So, right. So they've been winning since then. They've been winning since that trade. Yeah. I mean, that, I wouldn't say not in spite of him, but more so right. they, I think they won what, like five out of the last seven games. Right, so they they only won seven games. <laughs> That's what I just looked it up. They only won yeah. seven games, yeah, so, so I'm like, that is a plus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yes, you don't get rid of fields. You got to build on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but and like I said, if I'm Ryan Poles, I'm I'm playing it. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a milk this all I can because really, I, I'm the only people that I really want to talk to is watch the Commanders and the. Um, New England Patriots, which that's we say that now because they hold the number two and number three spots, and it's a potential that they may, um, it you know, who knows what's gonna happen this week coming up, but the draft order could change. But whoever is gonna hold that number two and number three pick, um, it's gonna be a bidding war, and whoever gets you the best deal, you go for it. And Ryan Poles, I'm like, them, I would my strategy would be like, hey, Justin, 
we doing we'll we'll get you some help we'll get you some some draft capital today i mean for 2024 and then 2025 maybe we might you say, even get you, something you for your team and, and the patriots your, your team and the patriots yeah as, as it stands now yeah i mean it could it could all change you, you know after caleb, sunday do you want caleb williams no hell no i said that on yep I said, and and that's funny because on um, commanders in the chat, mm-hmm. me, me and Rob we disagree because he's a USC guy, and you know because it's, it's you know a lot of people are saying it's either between um, him or Drake May and Drake May from the University of North Carolina, and I like, and I'm like Sam Howard better than Drake May, <laughs> so it's like and it's like well that scares me, and I'm like yeah I mean it, it is what it is, but um, yeah and I, like if I'm them I would just play I would I would. Get the best deal out either whoever got number two yeah. or the number third overall pick because you because right. you get Marvin Harrison at, at three. And Mar- Marvin Harrison Jr. Right. So for sure. So fellas, we'll go around the horn. So we'll talk about what is our game to watch this week. Um our game the week game to watch this week is uh powered by the good folks at SeatGeek. head over to seatgeek.com use the promo code couch coach to get yourself twenty dollars off your first purchase by using our code couch coach on seatgeek.com so you know we might talk about a game that you want to that we want to watch that we're watching this week and you want to get tickets to that game or any type of event basketball concerts and, and that stub hub and that stub hub is SeatGeek got it just go on there, use the promo code Couch Coach, twenty dollars off. So, JB, what's your game to watch this weekend? My game to watch this weekend. Ooh, man, my game to watch this week: the Miami Dolphins versus the Buffalo Bills. That that's my game, man. Because like so many wild things could happen. So, right, Buffalo could end up being the number two seed. So that means they could get two home playoff games. Or if they lose, they miss the playoffs. That to me is just wild right there. So that's my game to watch. Um, I think it's unfortunate what 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 has happened to Miami with the injuries. Like uh poor Bradley Chubb, man. The non-contact injury, I just felt bad. He was the way he was screaming, like uh, I felt bad for him. And he had been having he had been having one of his best years as a pass rusher. I know we probably are going to do picks later on, but I'm leaning Buffalo in this game, and because of the because of the injuries to uh, because of the injuries to uh, to Miami. So, but uh, that's my game to watch. I think it should be a good one, and it's on Sunday Night Football. Yep. <laughs> what you got, Mally? I got three, but I'm gonna do these two. Um, I'm gonna put the Bucks versus the Panthers, and the Saints mm-hmm. versus the Falcons. The yep. Bucks and the Saints are tied, and it's going to be weird because they split. They actually split games this season, so if they both win, they both be what? Um, nine and eight. Yeah, nine and eight. So how would that work out? They play another game or? No, no, no. Um, I think the Buck. I think the Bucks win the division. Actually, and they just gotta win. They gotta win. They just gotta win. If the Bucks win, now Maui, this is where it gets weird. At if the Bucks were to lose and the Falcons were to win, I think the Falcons win the division. Yeah, I saw that. I just wanted to see if one of you dudes was gonna say something. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, V. As much as bad as they, that is a sorry division. Oh my goodness! But <laughs> you know, but and yeah. they get a, and they get, and they and, and and they get a home playoff game. <laughs> that's crazy, bizarre. So, 
what's funny, all right, and I agree with you, JB, as far as you know, the, the Bills versus the Dolphins, because I think mm-hmm. essentially a lot of teams are still gonna be scoreboard watching for sure. And that's gonna happen. In a very unorthodox way, I think the game to watch is gonna be in Nashville, Tennessee. You got the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Tennessee yeah. Titans. Mm-hmm. Because we, we got a, 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 a sexy AFC South at the dark game with the with the um the Houston Texans and Indianapolis Colts. They gotta wait for the winner of Jacksonville to see who's gonna win the AFC South. Yeah. Just imagine winning that football game, not knowing your fate, your playoff fate. Right. It's going to be really, really interesting. Um, it's going to be an interesting night. And then, like you said, then could that, like, that it could Buffalo with that Buffalo loss, could that potentially bring either whoever that loser between Indianapolis and Houston into the playoffs, or or if Jackson, or or even if Jacksonville fails? So it's kind of like really intriguing. Yeah, all of them are really. We're gonna talk about the AFC South by about four thirty. <laughs> it's gonna be really, really, really interesting. But um, mm. it's gonna be you know, it's gonna be some games. It's gonna be really some interesting games to watch, and it's gonna be a lot of interesting scoreboard watching, and you know, especially that, that four o'clock the four o'clock window is gonna be elite as well. So it's mm. it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a hell of a weekend. You know. Yeah, man, it really is. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. A lot of stuff is gonna be played out, and like you said, then you just—it's so many games that, and that's just crazy to think how many scenarios. But the AFC South one is really intriguing to me. And this is why you need more than one TV. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You really got multiple TVs. Seriously. Got that computer, laptop. Phone, right. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm actually looking for uh, a screen, a remote control screen, the one come from the ceiling. Over there. <laughs> yeah, man, we got some, got some good ones coming down this pipe. So, as we kind of alluded earlier, so we'll talk about our picks seven. So we'll do our picks for the week. So. Well, first we'll start off um, on a, a Saturday after afternoon matchup in the Avenue. We got Mason Rudolph coming to the Avenue. Jordan Knight, Steelers, Steelers, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Steelers versus Ravens. Who you got, uh, JB? Um, the Ravens have no reason to play this game. I'm going with. The, I'm going with. The, I'm going with the Steel Curtain. Um, what you got, Mal? My bad. My bad. Um, I'm going with the Steelers. I'm I'm really happy that they not they're not playing Lamar because I don't, I think that Tomlin and them know a way to stop him. You know what I mean? In some type of way, they have a complete confidence on how to stop Lamar, and I don't think yeah. I don't think the playoffs needed that that, that film to look at. So I, that's one of my main reasons, and I don't want him to get hurt. You know what I mean? So especially when they they got something to play for. You know what I mean? So I'm going Steelers. <laughs> Yeah, give me the Steelers too, cause you know, and, and rest up Baltimore, cause you might have Joe Wacko Flacco and the Cleveland Browns coming to town in in, in two weeks. So get some rest, guys. <laughs> we got the Texans versus the Colts, a sexy AFC at the dark matchup. 
Buck and Troy are gonna be there, so it's it's gonna add extra sexiness. Who you got? Uh, JB, my bad. <laughs> uh, you said uh, Detroit versus who? Oh no, <laughs> no, the, the Texans, the Texans and the, and the Colts. Oh, the Texans and the Colts. Why did I think Detroit? Okay, uh, ooh, Texans and Colts. CJ Stroud is back and healthy. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Texans to win this game. Okay. Me too. You got to. I um I think I picked them. I picked them to win the division. Okay. Anyway, I'm picking the Texans. Okay. You said the Texans. Okay. Yeah. Um. I, I kind of I, I like the George guard. George guard is doing his thing and and, and staying shaking and all of them. They doing their thing, but yeah, I think Texas is gonna win on the road and um and they'll be having a waiting game to see if they're gonna win the AFC South. So give me the Texas. Right, right. All right, we got the Chicago Bears versus the Green Bay Packers, and I pretty much Green Bay, you win, you win. What you got, uh, JB? Oof, this is a tough one, and the game—the game is where the game is in. So the game feel? is in Chicago. Oh no, 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 no! I'm my bad. Green Bay, my, my bad. Green Bay. Oh, okay, it's 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 in Green Bay. Ooh, this is a tough one. I feel like this is a toss-up. I feel like this is kind of a trap game. Now, what I will say is, I do think that the Packers—they do a better job the second time of playing the team. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Packers here, but. If I was gambling, I would stay away from this game. Yeah. And what you got, Bally? I'm going with the Packers. Yeah, because this reminds me of a lot of last year when Detroit went to Lambeau and beat and beat the Packers. And Packers went and, and almost and, and, and the crazy thing about this, they were in the same situation last year, essentially. And, oh, yeah. and, and, and Seahawks, and, you know, Seahawks um, was able to get in. Um, I don't think it's going to happen yet, yet again. I know we're not going to have a, a passionate Jamal Williams um, and Jamal Williams uh, pre post game thing. You know, I'm a thug, but uh, <laughs> give me the um, give me the Packers, and I think they'll they'll get themselves in this time finally. All right, got a NFC East matchup. Uh, so they, the Eagles versus the Giants. Who you got, JB? The Eagles versus the Giants. Um, <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to do this, man. Philly, something's not right in Philly, man. Something is going on there. I'm probably going to look like I'm probably going to look like an idiot, but I'm going. I'm going Giants here. I think the Giants are going to upset them. Just, just, just send your 2000, 2023 Philadelphia Eagles uh, NFC East champion shirts somewhere to another country. So. Send them to Southeast Asia and Africa and South America. <laughs> so y'all think Hurst is going gonna, gonna to play? Yeah, he got to. He better. <laughs> so. I mean, according to uh, according to David Carr, they should just sit him out, man. They should put in yeah, Marcus, Marcus Mariota. Mariota. <laughs> yeah. So what your boy, what your boy Irv say? CTE. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what you got, Mel? <laughs> I'm picking the Eagles. Um, 
What's wrong with them is they missed that offensive coordinator from last year. That's what that's oh, what the problem I, is. That's what oh, the real. Problem I agree, one hundred percent. And yeah. and I and can we low key? I I kind of low key want to put him in it in the coach of the year, um, coach of the year um table. Because I like, people start to sleep on what Shane Sykin is doing in Indianapolis. Right. Oh, he's made he's made Gardner Minshew look better than what he actually is. Because I thought when um. Right. I thought I thought when when Richardson got hurt, I was like, "There's no way in the world they're they're gonna win seven six seven games this year." And and, right. and you know they're gonna end up with they 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 have a winning record. They're nine and seven. So yeah. right, they mess around and win ten games. Right. Yeah. Potentially. Crazy. Right. Yeah. Change like him, man. It's a difference, and like you said, and that's and then yeah. So um, I think the Eagles gonna win this game. I think especially with all this turmoil that has happened, um, we're really gonna see what's gonna happen with this team because Lord knows that they lose to the Eagles. I mean, they lose to the Giants. After losing to Arizona last week, man, fail, fail, Eagle, fail. I mean them. Them them losing to the Giants wouldn't be. I mean, like they lost to Drew Locke and the Seahawks, man. Like, I mean, like that was. I mean, Tyrod Taylor is not a bad quarterback, man. Like, I mean, I understand he's not. You know, he's never going to be a top twelve, top fifteen guy, but he's not bad. He's competent, man. He's a veteran too. Yeah. So, a yeah, I think it's more so, and I think it's just more so the simple fact that hey, you have potential to win the NFC East. Like, this is a playoff game. That's what I that's oh, yeah. my mentality with that. So it's like they can't scoreboard watch, they gotta stay focused and, and play this football game, and they can't really get distracted on you know on the other game that we're gonna talk about. Um, the Washington Commanders versus the Dallas Cowboys. JB, what you got? We know what you got. Oh uh, man, you know, I don't I don't I don't I don't man, I like the Cowboys, man. I don't like picking this. This game scares me, man, because like Good. I think we're I th- Oh, because I think that they're too big of favorites, man. I would not make them 13-point favorite. Now, if I was Washington, like, I'm not trying to be – if I was the owner of the of, of the commanders, I would go to Ron Rivera and be like, look, man, like, wink, wink, we're not winning this game. We need to have a top-two pick, wink, wink. But <laughs> Ron Rivera – Ron Rivera is so – he's he, he, he so down – he he just he does, he moves to his own tune or whatever. But this game scares me. I'm not picking this game. I'm staying away from this game. Um, but okay. like I, this game scares me. This game scares me, man. Because I saw what happened last year. Yeah, Dallas better come ready to play. That's all I got to say. And that could be the issue. Yeah, that's true. I ain't thinking yeah. like that from, from y'all respect like last year. Yeah, what you got, Maui? Um, I'm I'm going to Commanders, man. I feel like a, where, oh my bad. Where they playing at? Uh, FedEx at the crib. I'm playing. I'm picking the um, the Commanders. If they run the ball effectively, stay aggressive. Um, you know, it's the last game, and it's that rival game. Rival games should always scare anybody because anybody could win. You know what I mean? When it's a rival game, and, and then you know it's the Cowboys. They playing. They not at home. You know what I mean? No, no disrespect, JB. I hate doing this when you hear, man. I feel you staring. I feel like you're staring at me. You know, give me the evil look. Oh no, it's okay. <laughs> it's, 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 it's okay, man. No. It's, it's 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 okay. But, I, I'm, but I, I'm gonna put the jinx on the Lakers. <laughs> it's too late. Um, <laughs> but no, um, um, they playing and they playing in DC, and there is a blueprint of how to beat them in the last few last few games, which is try to figure out a way to run the ball effectively against them. You know what I mean? Um, so hopefully they. They they try to figure that blueprint out 
Um, luckily, my team got the referee, so they should be okay. Well, to much everybody surprise, JB, uh, two Christmas on our pads, what two weeks ago? I'm giving you the ultimate Christmas gift, and this probably ever, you know, don't you know, uh, ain't nothing wrong with me. But congratulations, JB, on winning the 2023 NFC East. I think we're gonna give it to you guys. Oh, I think no. that was gonna be the football game. I mean, I, I, but if you look at this football team, they've yeah. checked out. They've Jave checked out. I'm, I'm they gave a value effort last week against San Francisco, but this team, they they're done. They're checked out. I mean, yeah. these guys at this point, they like, okay, Monday, am I leaving out of Reagan or am I leaving out of Dulles? No, I mean that's this the Thanksgiving. Yeah, and, 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 and no. And, and, and Maui, Maui, I, I get what you're saying. It's a rivalry game, and Dallas does not play well on the road. But I just think it's in Washington's best. It's in their best interest to lose this game because, like, they're going to end up with a top two pick if they lose the game. If they fuck around, and win this game, they could end up like. Jumping some spots in the draft or whatever. I, mm. I'm like I said, I'm gonna stay away from this game because I think yeah. that a thirteen being a thirteen point favor on the road is insane to me. So that's why I'm staying away from this game. This team is checked out. They've checked out since since November. This team is not gonna do nothing. And like you said, this isn't gonna be the win one for the Gipper, that's aka Ron Rivera. Man, these guys, like I said, they don't care. I mean, they at a point. I'm gonna get dressed at four twenty five. Okay. What time are we leaving? Game over about seven o'clock. All right, let's get some good dinner and we going to Cancun. We either gonna fly out of Reagan or Dulles. We getting the hell out of town come Monday. This team don't care. They, they've checked out. There's nothing. In, there's nothing in these last in this seven game losing streak that can see this Washington Commanders team do anything. They're just gonna lay down, throw damn confetti for y'all. Get the shirts and get the champagne. I, what what um y'all had a taste of the champagne. So uh what I do, we, we got the, we'll have um we'll put the plastic over the top of the locker room, yeah, sometime, clean up before eight o'clock, get the hell out of get the hell out of FedEx, win y'all AFC um, NFC East Championship, get the hell on and celebrate. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. Yeah, and Ron, and Ron, and Ron Rivera, Ron, Ron Rivera, maybe needs to pack his stuff up. <laughs> he should be yeah. packing the stuff up right now. He should be packing the yeah. stuff up right now. Everybody yeah. has trash can, trash bags. They got trash bags. <laughs> yeah. it's this is a trash bag game. This is where you're gonna load your load your car, back your car into the facility so you can put all your bags from your lock in. It's done. This team has no fight. They they they've checked out. This is like you said. Just make sure y'all y'all know y'all can leave a mess. Be done about eight thirty. Wrap it up about eight thirty. Get on that plane back to Dallas so we can clean up and get the hell out and fire Ron by six o'clock in the morning on Monday. So dramatic. So, it's the truth. <laughs> Take the hey, we, gotta go, we gotta go with a bang. We gotta go with a bang. Let, go let to them, a Wizards game. Get you a cheesesteak, Rock Creek fruit punch. Oh, it's gonna make you even more. It's gonna make you doubly depressed. Right. <laughs> hey man, these ain't your seats. Do you really care? That's oh, so good. Right. Yeah, so we got the uh, we got the Dol- Bills and the Dolphins. JB, who you got? I know you t- kind of tipped your pick a little bit earlier, but what I'm, you got? I'm, 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 I'm going with the Bills, man. I think the Bills are going to win this game. 
Yeah. What you got, uh, Maui? I'm going Dolphins. Okay. Because I need them to win. <laughs> Give me the Buffalo Bills, and I think they might have a date maybe with the Indianapolis Colts or the Houston Texans potentially. Um, so, yeah, somebody's going to be on the road in, in Buffalo. So, the George God maybe be, maybe heading to Buffalo next week. Or maybe the, the rookie of the year might be heading to Buffalo. Who knows? Upstate New York. Upstate New I York know, in right? January. Ooh. What a beautiful time to be there. <laughs> Ooh, just just pack you some pack you pack you some leg warmers and an extra lunch. <laughs> it's gonna get physical. It's gonna be yeah. So pack a lunch and a demo when you mm. go to Orchard Park. So we got a it uh, round a uh, pick seven with the Natty. We got Michigan versus Washington. Who you got, JP, winning the Natty? Ooh, this is man. This is oh, oh, this is like this is great, man. Because you have people who think Washington. Washington has a very good offensive line, and Michigan has a great defensive line. So something's got to give. I'm gonna go out with. I'm gonna go with Michigan. I'm gonna go with Michigan. I think Michigan is going. I think Michigan is gonna win their first national championship since uh, since Charles Woodson was there. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, who, who you got? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm going Washington. Okay. Going Washington. Okay. All right. Um, give me, um, give me Michigan. I think our, our guy Jim Harbaugh is going to ride out to glory and head back to the National Football League. So, um, I, I definitely think this is going to be the year of the amazing blue. Um, and it's it's long time coming, like you said, since '97. Um, they're here, you know, but um, you know, it's gonna be a definitely, um, yeah, definitely Michigan win and have his his swan song and head to the to the back to the NFL. Don't know where he's gonna go, but I'm hoping he's going somewhere where he's so rich and deserves to be at. But I'll leave that point for another time, another week. But we got plenty of time to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> You know, let's not talk about my Christmas wish. So <laughs> we'll put a uh we'll put a bow on tonight's couch coach live. We'll go first. Um who gets this week's game ball? I'm gonna go with you first, JB. Who you got? Um, I'm gonna give my game ball. I'm gonna give my game ball to uh CD Lamb. Um CD Lamb had a had a amazing game. Stop fumbling at the one yard line, Dallas. Y'all killing me. <laughs> Yes, killing me back to back weeks. But he had a good game. He um he broke the the broke the uh the reception record and the yardage record that was held by uh Mr. Uh Undisputed <laughs> Michael Irvin. So I want to give a shout out to C D Lamb, proving that he's more than just a slot receiver. Hey man, I tell you, man, I tell you, I knew that boy was special when he took the girl took that phone out of his girlfriend's hand. Me too. And then drank. Yeah. I like awareness on a hundred. Uh, to be played in every locker room. I'm gonna stop. My game ball goes to the Ravens showing their dominance against the Dolphins. I'm giving it to the Steelers for their showing their showing showing um playing a good game. Actually, no, I'm giving it to the Steelers for finally listening to what I I've been saying all season. That's why I ain't really been talking about it. I'm like, you know, if you're gonna be dumb, you be dumb. It's like a hard headed child. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm also giving it to um brad allen the referee from the um lions and cowboy game for actually proving us right 
that there's some issues going on when you play against the Cowboys at home. There it is. Okay. And guess what? I would say allegedly, but ooh, if you go on YouTube, boy, they are investigating. I was like, wow. Hey, JB, no disrespect, but you know what it is. You know what it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I mean, I think that what's funny about the whole thing is I think people forget that, like, they screwed up the tripping call at the towards the end of the fourth quarter where they call Shoemaker for a trip when it was Aiden Hutchinson right. tripping. So right. if that call if that call goes against the Lions right. like it should have, then this the second bad call never happens. Right. I mean, right. I think the refereeing I think the refereeing has been atrocious like uh, this year. I mean, yeah, it's been horrible this year. Horrible. Yeah. And and yeah. You know, and like I said, it's really not even against the team. It's really just a simple fact, like, and then the people, the other thing is, you know, I know we got to move forward, is the gambling portion of it. It's really making it look really, 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 really bad. Even they're starting yeah. to pay attention to where they're, where they're placing the balls at. And sometimes you'd be like, yo, that's not where they were. They were way farther up, you know, forward than that. And then they would move it backwards. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, this is a catch observer. <laughs> so, uh, my game ball, I got to go to Christian Martin. Uh, Christian Martin is the uh, quarterback for Highland Springs High School. Um, he was named 2022 uh, Richmond Town Dispatch Player of the Year. He also was the 2021 Richmond Town Dispatch Player of the Year. If you follow us here on Couch Coach Live for the last essentially almost 10 years, I've always, uh, uh, when, when we mentioned Russell Wilson, I always start with that he's the two-time Richmond Times Spatch Player of the Year. And he was the only one. Now Christian Martin now adds to, to, to that growing list. So it's two guys that have, have won the Richmond Times Spatch Player of the Year. Um, now it's Christian Martin and Russell Wilson. So it's great to have a two-time Richmond Times Spatch Player of the Year that went to Highland Springs High School. Um, yeah, so. That's my game ball this week. So shout out to Christian Martin. Um, looking forward to seeing what he's gonna do at, at Maryland next year, and you know, and what he's gonna do it, you know, to these to these Big Ten opponents that he have going forward. So, yeah, man, two two guys now, two guys are in the fraternity. Right. It's yeah. a shout big deal. To, shout out to Russell Wilson, future um, Washington Commanders quarterback. Nah, he ain't coming nice. <laughs> I thought about it, but I don't. I don't think he's coming to Washington. I remember I years ago. You was like, yeah, he coming home. He coming home. <laughs> yeah, because at that time, I think we 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 would have needed him in the sense where I think I think we were a lot a lot closer, like as far as right. a playoff team. Because at that time, I think 2021. At that time, we had you know Tallahassee as our quarterback, and also who else was um, in our rotation? But I think Tallahassee played a significant amount of football was at the time. So, you know, at the time we needed that, we, you know, we needed that type of quarterback to kind of bring us over the hump. But uh, I think they're doing a full rebuild. I think it's, <laughs> I think Washington's gone. Yes. They clean the house. Like I said, it's trash bad game. I got, I'm so, he might get rid of me. It's going to be that. It's going to be that clean. It's going to be that much of a <laughs> He get rid of things. In the background, it'd be all XFL. <laughs> I know. Go back to. I'm going to the defenders. <laughs> right. Out of, out of UFL now. Out of UFL. You know. So. <laughs> so. We head on out. He go be. He go go to the defenders. That's crazy. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. I'm telling you, man. I got like we've been saying on 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 my on the commanders in the chat podcast. Hey, I don't know. At the January eighth. 
he might get rid of us too. But, <laughs> but uh, so we'll put a bow on tonight's Couch Coach Live. So um, we'll do our final thoughts in social media, anything you got going on. So your final thoughts, JB, what you got? Oh, nothing, man. It was nice chatting with you guys again. It's been a long time. I think last time I, I did one was like maybe September or October. So, yeah, it was nice um, chatting with you guys again. And, um, yeah, I'm on Instagram, uh, Jamie B. Foodie. Scott Maui. Hey man, um great show. Um uh final thoughts. You know, I have been watching, I was watching the show and it was talking about Troy Palomalo, and it just made me think about everything, how all these experts that talk about the draft and all these and that really don't know what they're talking about. And I hope these teams stop listening to them, just go with your gut, man. Because some of the, our greatest football players, they all they're too small. They're this. They're that. And then the ones they blow up, they be scud. You know what I mean? They be. It ain't even worth it. Like why? Well, you just a, a waste of space. You know what I mean? It was somebody that had the heart to really play those positions. So, um. But anyway, um, Sean Morgan, um, uh, Facebook, DT Morgan seventy eight Instagram. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Uh, once again, another great show. Great way to, to start 2024. Um, guys, I got to go. I got to run. Right. I got to run. I'll talk right. to y'all later. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So on social uh, yeah. media. Yeah. All right. So social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, under Couch Coach Live. Check out the website, <laughs> couchcoachlive.com. Uh, let's see. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, just, you know. Just never, never show the surprises here on Couch Coach Live. Um, also, you never know what can happen. And also, um, like I said, the website. Then also check out um, my Washington Commander Centric podcast. Our final regular season, um, regular season show tomorrow at nine o'clock Eastern time. But we'll have a um, we'll have a show brewing on Monday, so we'll have that going, and you know we'll broadcast that. And out here on also on Couch Coach Live, I think we'll probably do a show on Monday as the firing of Ron Rivera. So uh, stay tuned with that. I'll announce all that uh, when we get everything all all squared away. So um, yeah, once again, another great show, and we'll catch you guys next week. This has been this week's Couch Coach Live, and we're out. You're welcome. <laughs>